How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Odds on Sports on the Fan with your host, John Jastrzemski, JJ After Dark. Let's roll, baby. It's 7.04. Here on this Wednesday evening, welcome in to Odds on Sports Presented by our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook partner of WFAN. And hope everybody is enjoying their Wednesday night. And listen, it's the sort of year in college basketball where you almost have to be aware of the fact that when you're doing your research maybe 24 hours before a slate of games. Like late last night, I signed off the air. I started looking ahead to Wednesday lines, and this is not the homer coming out in me. This is just, you know, a matter of research, preparation. I love Syracuse today. I know it's Syracuse plus points, desperate team against a team that had a massive layoff in the Louisville Cardinals was a really wise wager, and I wanted to beat the market. I got five, and I'm like, all right, get that line down to four. Maybe it goes down a little closer as we get the tip-off, having that sharp money on my side. Why do I bring all of that up? Not because I'm trying to work Syracuse into the program. I bring it up because about three hours ago, four hours ago, you get word that Syracuse and Louisville canceled. That has been par for the course in college basketball and really in any of these sports throughout the year. It's kind of what we have to deal with. It's one of those hurdles and one of those obstacles that, dare I say, is in front of us. That's why it's going to be very, very difficult for the tournament committee and Selection Sunday, folks. It sneaks up on you fast, especially when you're in the middle of February and, you know, some like to get crazy with the excitement of pitchers and catchers reporting. Listen, I'm as giddy as anybody for when baseball comes back. Opening day. God willing, I'm there. Yankee Stadium, then the Mets the following week. That's thing of beauty. That's when I get amped. That's when I get excited. The idea of guys coming back, spitting some sunflower seeds, and throwing bullpen sessions, I'm sorry, is not getting my juices flowing. If it does for you, more power to you. It's not getting my juices flowing. So for me, that next sporting event that's going to have me amped, that's going to have me pumped, that's going to have me super, super excited... On a grand scale, not a local scale with the Knickerbockers, it's the tournament. And really the week before with the conference tournaments. And get ready. You might have a whole lot of messes on your hands when it comes to that. And it's going to be one of those years where, look, the winner of this year's March Madness could be definitely influenced 
by what happens as far as COVID. So, listen, tonight was a reminder for anybody out there. And I know it was for me because I had to play on this particular game. You got to be able to roll with the punches, folks. It's just that kind of year. Now, speaking of rolling with the punches, how about if you had yesterday a Brooklyn Nets money line wager against the Phoenix Suns? Because you didn't have Kevin Durant. You didn't have Kyrie Irving. You're playing one of the better teams in the Western Conference and one of the better teams against the number basically all year. Two and a half quarters, three quarters into that game, you think Phoenix is going to win going away. The Nets keep hanging around, hanging around, hanging around. And then, of course, they get the late magic from James Harden late, bangs the big three, and you can start dreaming about what an insane payoff it would be if you took the Nets on the live line, which I know some of you like to do. Some of you folks out there like to try to, you know, have a little fun. And I think you're far more willing to do it when it's your own team. But I have to be fair. If you would have consulted me two and a half quarters into the game, Nets and Suns are going on, and you shot me a text and said, JJ, is it a good idea for me to go and, you know, throw a couple shekels on a money line net wager? I would have called you crazy. I would have said, save your money. Sometimes you got to just roll a dice. You got to have a hunch. You got to have a gut feel. But it's the sort of win for Brooklyn that shows you a little bit about their overall intestinal fortitude when it's been questioned plenty of times. Especially doing so without Durant and doing so without Kyrie Irving. Impressive. Very, very impressive. It's not like they came back and beat a team like Detroit. They came back and beat a team that's pretty darn good. Young team in Phoenix. Team that's still got to learn how to win a little bit. But without question, a team that's going to be in the postseason. So, really, really impressive game. Now, you have the Knicks, who right now are in a position, folks, where I think they are kind of in one of those square type of spots. Line opened at four against Orlando. It immediately moved down to three and a half, three across the board. No, the Knicks have been very good against the spread. I know they've covered a whole lot of games, especially recently. That is an absolute stay-away spot, for me at least, with the Knickerbockers. I wouldn't fade them. Like, I'm not advising you to go and take Orlando tonight. But there are certain spots on an NBA card or on a college hoops card that are immediate cross-offs. Where I'm going through the list of games, I'm like, oh, do I like this? Do I like that? Am I going to play this? Am I going to play that? And that's a cross-off. Knicks Magic, down to three. No thank you. But it's a time, I think, for a whole lot of us. You're focusing on maybe the NBA card. Or maybe it's the college hoops card. Or maybe it's like our buddy Mike Carver said yesterday or Paul Rosenberg, where they're just dialed in, glued into NHL wagering. I have to admit, me personally, my favorite sport to bet right now with everything that's going on is college basketball. I think I can get ahead of the numbers. I think you can play the trends. I have the system that we've been talking about quite a bit. And listen, haven't had as many system plays to work with over the last, I don't know, week or so. Been trying to find plays like that. We haven't had them. But 
that's how we've been trying to, you know, get us through these next few weeks. So that's where I'm keeping my focus. And I hope that it's going to give me a leg up when the NCAA tournament rolls around. But there's no gimmies in this. Listen, I've had swings in the NCAA tournament where I've been colder than cold, hotter than hot. Quick story before we hit the break. 2015 NCAA tournament. First two days, which to me are as good as any day on the sporting calendar. Because you got games from high noon to midnight. You go to bed, and guess what? You get to come back and do it again. It is, you know, from a viewing perspective, a dream. From a wagering perspective, it's great because it's around-the-clock madness. No pun intended. 2015 NCAA tournament. The first two days of the tournament, I could not hit a bet. When I mean I couldn't hit a bet, I couldn't hit a bet. It was misery. You give me the time slot, you give me the game, teams inventing ways to lose, it was sickening. Then fast forward a year, 2016. I'll never forget this because I was on a bachelor party in the Dominican Republic, and thankfully they had the games on. And, you know, I'm basically at a beach bar drinking a mojito Basically, you know, enjoying the scenery and telling them, all right, let's 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 get a couple of games on here. It's tournament week. And that was a week in which I couldn't lose a bet. So I've seen it all with the NCAA tournament. It's fun. It's exciting. But I do believe having a feel and a sense for these teams gives you an advantage going into the tournament. So you're not just flying blind. That's something that I'd be very, very careful of if you're trying to handicap March Madness, which will be here in a couple of weeks. So we will get you set. For the slate in the NBA, the slate in college basketball. And I've dug a little deeper in these over-under season totals. And I have a couple more I want to add as early, early leans as far as that is concerned. Welcome back to Odds on Sports presented by our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. And the team right now in the NBA that has been the definition of a cash cow. He's getting ready to suit up in a couple hours. And I have to admit, I'm envious and I'm kind of jealous of anybody who's out there who has been blindly betting on the Utah Jazz night after night after night because they are on currently one of the best ATS runs that we've seen in the NBA in about five or six years. The Atlanta Hawks, you remember the year Atlanta was the number one seed? Now listen, they didn't do anything in the postseason. They were a regular season team. But that 2014-2015 year, they went on a run, spread-wise, that's rather similar to what we've seen with the Utah Jazz, where Utah has covered 17 out of the last 19 games. They have the best record against the spread out of any team in the NBA. But, Here's what happens. That becomes a trend. That becomes something that folks around the sport are aware of, odds makers are aware of, betters are aware of, and somebody like me is aware of. I'm not the only person in America telling you about Utah covering games left and right, left and right, because. This information now is becoming more and more widely available as the gambling boom within 
New York, New Jersey, and America continues to spread. Listen, it's like anything else. You know, there used to be a time where, you know, sports radio was where you got everything. Everything. Or you go back to newspapers and where you got everything. These gambling sources on social media, they're going to plug this stuff. They're going to be aware of this stuff. You're going to see it out there if you're doing your homework and you're doing your research. But my advice to anybody who's saying, well, JJ, 17 out of the last 19, I got to keep riding them. Know this. Utah may have a bang-up regular season. They may win a whole lot of games. They might be the Lakers' biggest threat for all we know. They might cover a lot more games between now and July. Hopping on that trend could be dangerous because sooner or later, you're going to go into a funk. That's just the way sports works. Especially when you're a team playing 70-something regular season games. You know, 16 games in the NFL, we see teams dominate over the course of a year where they're just money against the spread. This year, two examples of that. Miami, my team, the Dolphins, was money against the spread for like the first 13 or 14 weeks. They were just covering game after game after game. It didn't matter what short money said. It didn't matter the line movement. They were covering games. People kind of caught on to that. What happened? They didn't cover against Denver. They didn't cover against Vegas. They didn't cover against Buffalo. And you end up giving a little bit back. Buffalo was that team. Buffalo was covering numbers like crazy. They played three games in the postseason. They don't cover two out of the three. What am I alluding to? What am I getting at? Utah will probably go through a stretch. Maybe it starts tonight against the Clippers. Maybe it starts a week from now when they don't cover five out of six games. So know that that information is in front of you. Realize they are a hot team, but also realize the books are going to wise up. The lines are going to change, and sooner or later they're going to stop covering at the clip they're covering at. And that's why, to me, I look at the amount of public money, specifically, that is coming in on Utah and the Clippers. You got 70% of the tickets in on the Jazz, and the line has moved three points. You want to know why? The odds makers are sick and tired of getting taken to the cleaners by people who are just lining up to bet the Jazz. Now the public is catching on to that. That is a stay away if I've ever seen one. I'll give you a game I like in the NBA tonight, and it's two bad teams. This is a numbers play more than anything else. Detroit and Chicago. 60% of the tickets coming in on Chicago tonight. Line has gone from four and a half to three. It is three across the board. That's telling. Who wants to bet the Detroit Pistons? I know I don't. They stink. They're an awful basketball team. Why is that line moved a point and a half? It's the NBA. If I'm going to play an NBA side tonight, that's your game. Detroit. Plus three in Chicago. Now, in college basketball, I'll give you a game that's rather interesting from a line movement perspective. Because Minnesota and Indiana in the Big Ten are two teams that are vying to get into the NCAA tournament. Minnesota's had a better year. Minnesota has a better tournament resume. 
and their overall optics and just the look and feel of that basketball team. It's a lot better than the Hoosiers. Yet, here's some line movement that I have circled right out of the gate. The Hoosiers opened up as a four-point home favorite against the Golden Gophers. That line now is at six and a half across the board. FanDuel has it at six and a half. The consensus at Las Vegas is it's at six and a half. And the public is pounding Minnesota. We talk about this all the time on Odds on Sports, but it's worth repeating. If you see line movement working against a team that you have money on, it is a terrible sign. If you have Minnesota right now at four, and that line's gotten a six and a half, and people are betting Minnesota, that is trouble. Now, Indiana's not a good team. You know, they're going to be lucky to get in the NCAA tournament. They are a, uh, you know, last four-in type deal. They're mediocre. And it's the best way to look at the Hoosiers. Very mediocre. I look at games where not only am I questioning the motives of each team, where I think Indiana needs this game a lot more, I'm also looking at the numbers. And this is why I say all the time, you have to be able in this, you know, type of arena to on occasion go and bet a so-so or a bad team. In Indiana's case, they're more of a so-so team. I'm not asking you to go and bet six-win Washington like we did on Monday. You have to look at the numbers. They may bore you. Folks, I know there are a lot of people listening right now saying, JJ, these numbers, I'm lost. I, I, I don't follow. Why do I care? Because if you want to do this to the best of your ability, you can't spit Las Vegas. You cannot spit on the people that are creating these lines and seeing how the market moves with them. It's not going to work every time. There are going to be some square plays that hit. That's, that's the way it goes. College basketball, more often than not, this is the way to handicap it. And that's why tonight, for one of our plays of the day, for better or worse, we're taking the Indiana Hoosiers, locking them in at six and a half, and I think it will be a margin victory for them against the Minnesota Golden Golfers. Guarantee? Of course not. There are no guarantees. No guarantees in anything. But bet numbers, not teams. The approach... Handicapping in that way, I think you'll have success. Bet teams. How many people have been betting Duke and Kentucky blindly throughout the season? How has that worked out? Now, season totals. We gave out a couple yesterday. The Met total, 90 and a half, which I think is a fair number. The Yankee total, at 95.5, which I also believe is a fair number. This is one that I thought about just trying to get a sense for the AL West. I know I told you folks Seattle was a good play at 72.5 for the over. I'm going to give you one on the contrary that I like a ton for the under. That's the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. How many years do I hear about the Angels getting better doing this, doing that. Their pitching stinks. All right, they have Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon and Shohei Otani in the lineup. That's all well and good. They have some top-heavy star power. 
But what they don't have is a well-rounded team. They're not a better team than the Oakland A's. They're not a better team than the Houston Astros. I think it is far more likely Anaheim ends up in the range of Seattle and of Texas than it is that they're in the range of the Astros and the Athletics. So because of that, that's an easy call for me. I do not see the Angels as a team that's getting the 84 wins. I'm going under 83 and a half. And when they come out with the odds to make or miss the playoffs, even though with this expanded postseason, potentially it's going to be you know, low off base, I think the Angels absolutely go under. That's one I'm liking more and more. And there's another one that I've been thinking about. And I know it's a little trendy. And I know I went back to the well because I was all over this team last year and it was good to me. I think the Chicago White Sox number is a smidge too low. Chicago is the best team in that division. The pitching is much improved with Hendricks and Lynn. Their lineup is young. It's dynamic. That's a team ascending. You know, the AGM just came out and said, if we don't win a World Series or go to the World Series, we think it's a disappointment this year. They think they're on par with the Yankees. I think they're a slight notch below the Yankees. They're going to be, I believe, the biggest competitor for the Bombers in the American League this year. And if I feel that way, I definitely think they're going over 89 and a half wins. So those are two early over-under leans. Because listen, injuries and what can happen between now and opening day can throw a few monkey wrenches into this. But it's important to have a sense, all right, it's the start of spring training. This is who I like. This is who I don't like. And then you kind of go from there. White Sox over 89 and a half is a circle. And then the Angels at under 83 and a half is a circle. Odds on Sports presented by our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.